Carl Jung said, Awaken and shine your light for others to follow. The privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. This is an invitation to move differently in the world, to operate from a place of deep knowing and alignment. I'm Adrienne McDonald, and welcome to the Source Code Podcast. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back, or welcome if it's your first time. Grab your coffee or your favorite tea, and let's get into what the muse has for us today. I got some comments about last episode that I may not know the crazy, and for that, I give you a quote from Julia Sugarbaker from Design and Women. I'm saying this is the South, and we are proud of our crazy people. We don't hide them up in the attic. We bring them right down to the living room and show them off. No one in the South ever asks you if you have crazy people in your family. They just ask what side they're on. So I totally get it. Use those techniques. I promise you will have a much, much, joy, much more joyful holiday season. So over the, that, that actually leads into what I want to talk about today like stress-free, tension-free, all the things, right? Over the past several weeks, I've noticed that my diaphragm has been painfully tight, like super, super painfully tight, so much so that it's been really very uncomfortable and hard to get sleep. Now, our bodies are marvels, reminding us what we need. Sometimes that's very gently. Sometimes that is not so gently, more like a smack upside the head. And I really have felt like I was getting smacked of late. So it definitely got my attention. And it reminded me that I have been ignoring some of my somatic practices. And the word soma is Greek. It means body. Somatic awareness is about Well, your innate wisdom that you have about your own health, your thoughts, feelings, beliefs, sensations, all of it has impact not only on you psychologically, but also your physical body, your energetic body. Somatic practices help you, well, they they can help you release trauma and tension and stress, but they also can deepen the embodiment of the connection to your higher self and the universe. These practices help you slow down and be more reflective, be more present, less doing, more being. On a past podcast, you have probably heard me say something to the effect of rule your mind or it will rule you, one of my favorite quotes, or talking about thinking your way through things, especially in stressful situations. And I, that's been rolling around in my mind of late. I think that there is a deeper, more nuanced conversation to be had around that. I think a better way of saying those things is you want to have an in-depth understanding of your nervous system and how to work with it to regulate it. Because when you do that, you're making decisions from a better place a more grounded, rooted place. When you have a dysregulated nervous system, there's an imbalance between the sympathetic and parasympathetic parasympathetic branches of the autonomic nervous system. And that can lead to you feeling overwhelmed, brain fog, chronic 
pain or depression or anxiety, especially if you've got this like chronic dysregulated nervous system, right? It can affect your digestive tract or your blood pressure or like so many things. And in my own experience, when I've talked to others about this as well, there can feel like there's a disconnection between your body and your mind, almost like they're in battle with one another. Now, for myself, I've tried medications over the years to help with this, especially in my younger years. Um, And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know I'm not anti-meds, never anti-meds. However, a lot of meds simply do not have any effect on me, particularly in the anxiety realm, like anti-anxieties, SSRIs, very, very little effect. So over the years, I've had to seek out other methods to help myself regulate. And somatic practices really opened up a very, very different world for me. And what's wonderful is there's so many different options to try. And better still, even if you don't have a dysregulated nervous system, they have such a positive impact on your life overall. Now, I've talked about breath work, uh, the physiological sigh, sunlight, getting sunlight in the early morning hours, um, walking around barefoot outside to, on the ground, all before and past episodes. Um, you know, grounding is really important. And those are all very, very, really, really, really impactful. I think breath work alone is one of the most impactful, game-changing things that you can learn to improve your mental, mental, physical, and spiritual health. In fact, I plan on expanding my own breathwork training next year by taking a Wim Hof class. So I thought today we could go into a few more practices that you may find helpful. I've used all of these and more. One thing that I've noticed when I've examined this is whatever my current relationship is with my body does affect the my ability to tune into it. I've been a little harsher. I've been a little harsh with myself about, oh, you gained, you've gained a few pounds there. Um, or me, menopause has not been a picnic for me, folks. I have to reset that. And scans are really great to do this. So are like a body scan. And I towards the end of the episode, I'm going to lead you through one of those. So is movement, though. Yoga, Pilates, bar, all can be somatic practices. Notice I said can. It's a lot about the intention of how you go into these classes. For instance, women typically hold a lot of tension in their hips. Child pose is great for that release. But if you're going to class with your bestie and you're quipping back and forth about the latest gossip while stretching into the next pose, I, I don't, I don't, you're not really getting the benefit of a somatic experience. It's really the internal focus that's needed. You know, forms of dance can be extremely helpful. Just, you know, put on music and just let your body just move like it wants to move. Acupuncture. Um, I tried something that my Reiki teacher had called, that she was certified in, called TRE. And that's a technique that activates the natural reflex mechanism of shaking or vibrating, and it releases muscular tension. 
which in turn calms down your nervous system. When she explained it to me, I thought, how is this going to help? But it like it was so relaxing because when the muscular shaking and vibrating mechanism is activated in a controlled environment instead of like your you know your flight response uh, your fright response in a non-controlled environment the body is encouraged to return back to its state of balance so uh, the techniques were it was really really interesting because they were super focused but I left just feeling so relaxed and I got a really great night of sleep after like the first session. There's also a Toltec shamanic technique that is quite powerful called recapitulation. Ah. I learned this from my own Celtic shaman teacher and even though this isn't Celtic based, it's not a closed practice. There are several books out there on this technique as well. Uh, Recapitulation is a technique of self-healing that is done by reliving events of the past in such a way that we are are able to restore our own being from the damage that was done by those events in us. And notice I say in us, in our minds and in our bodies. Now, remember, this is all about the mind-body-spirit connection. In terms of energy, it could say that recapitulation, I really am struggling saying this word today, recapitulation restores our energy field. This technique helps us choose the present and how we live versus repeating patterns of the past. It's done by the energetic body, which includes your physical body. The process involves remembering the past events, but it's more than just like normal memory. Normal memory is thinking. Body memory is closer to feeling. And this process, it sort of joins the two of them together. It helps the body restore. And the main goal of it is to to restore the field of energy back. So think about it. Guilt and regret and shame, for instance, they're very energetically draining. And they're on repeat in your mind in a lot of cases. And the the simple overview of this process is that you choose a memory. And when you start to do this technique, it's recommended that you start with something that's super easy. Like it raises an unpleasant emotion, but it's not traumatic. Like you have to sort of work your way up to any really traumatic memories. And in your mind, you go back to that place in time and you see it and you feel it, you're in it. The magic in this technique is that you don't push anything away. What comes up, you just move through. You feel your way through the memory, and you allow the feelings to flow, even if they're unpleasant. Notice where they are in your body. And once you are fully like immersed in the memory of that event, you purposely begin to breathe out anything that does not belong with you with deep breaths, whatever you took on, the judgment, the guilt, the regret, the anger, you are breathing it out. You're taking the deep breaths and breathing it out. And I find that when I've done this, sometimes the breath comes out and it looks like black smoke. And then you're breathing in anything you lost at that moment. 
if you uh, felt like you lost your dignity or your power of any type, you're breathing back, back in. And sometimes for me, that looks like golden light being breathed back into myself and into my body. And this is a very, very simple overview of this technique. Um, and it really is simple. It, it can be very, very powerful if you commit to actually doing it. And I know some people that say that after a lot of practice, they can do it in the car. Now, personally, I can't do that. I like to set up a space so that I can be, um, in fact, I like to lie down when I do this because I want to notice where I'm feeling things in my body and also feel that release and also feel the like the energy coming back to me. And I, I can't do that unless, you know, I'm, I'm very, very focused on that. Um, there are, like I said, if you Google recapitulation, there are books out there. There's one by Victor Sanchez. Um, there's different sites that talk about this technique. Uh, when I first started working with it, I made a list of things, like specific memories I wanted to go back and work with. That was helpful. So many, many different different ways to, to have the opportunity to release something like that. I've also found that writing can be a very somatic experience. If you are getting into the emotion of what the challenge is. So one of the techniques that I've also used is like I'll write what happened. I will write what could have gone differently. And then I will read those out loud and feel that into my body. And, and usually that causes an emotional release as well, which is what you're going for is that emotional release. And then I'll do something like burn the papers or something along those lines because I usually create a ritual around that. So I'm going to leave you today with something that I find that is helpful to sort of set up for any somatic practice, and that's a body scan. And um, I would highly recommend doing a body scan before you do something like recapitulation, for instance, because it sort of gives you that... Um, uh, that point in time of where you're at, like your evaluation of your current state. And then you can do a body scan afterwards and go, okay, this is where I am now. And most of the time, I would say all the time for myself, there's a marked difference between the two. So it's really, really helpful. And I also think it improves your relationship with your body, especially if you've had some challenges there. So Get into a comfortable position, people. Okay, this body scan is something that you can repeat many times. During this exercise, it's recommended that you sit or stand. And you're going to begin with the head and travel down the body until you reach the toes. This overall quality of movement that you're going for is slow and gentle and swaying. And as you proceed through the exercise, notice what is happening in your body. 
if you could assign a temperature inside, what would it be? So imagine being a gently swaying tree or seaweed underwater. Now bring a small movement to your head. Let it ride on the vertebrae of your neck, gently rocking, swaying side to side. Allow your breath to travel to the areas you're working on. Go very slowly. Travel to the neck. This is an easy area to feel a side-to-side movement. Make a small up and down movements. Allow yourself to completely relax. Track how your breath changes as you move this way. Move your awareness down to your shoulders and chest. Make small movements through this chest cavity. Follow your exhale and how the shoulders drop. Stay for a few moments with the expansion and relaxation that arises. Travel to the belly and then back to the back of the spine. Travel up and down the vertebrae of the spine. Each vertebra can be moved very slightly, creating a subtle micro-movement in the back. Experiment with what works for you. You might have to adjust how small or how large the movement can be to feel right for you. Drop the effort here, relax into your body, and work with what is there. Let your awareness move into the pelvic area and the legs. Pay attention to where the movements want to go. Remember, breathing is to be slow and deep. Include any other parts of the body. Take your attention to your hands, your feet, your arms. You might notice that there's a whole sensation that perhaps your body feels like all of it is moving. Continue for a few more moments. Just let the gentle swaying movement happen. Where and how do you experience the sensations? Breathe, relax, 
and let go of any effort. If you notice the tension, breathe into it and let it go. After a few minutes, a few moments, Come to stillness and track what's happening inside your body. Do you feel more in touch? More vibrant? Are there textures in your feeling? Just let it be. with your experience with no judgment just sit and notice okay so that is how to do the body scan I probably went through it a little quicker than what I do in real life but You can listen to it a couple of times and sort of get the gist of what you want to do. What I usually do when I'm doing a scan is I assess where I was before the scan and then where I am after the scan. And I think that the the important thing is to ask yourself questions that are open Afterwards, it's like okay. I, I like the com- the the question that she asked around texture of feelings because I think that when we talk about oh I'm stressed, well that that's a really umbrella statement, and it's not giving the person that you're talking to if you're talking to someone who's trying to help you a lot of information. It also doesn't give you a lot of information. It's like what does that mean to you? Where are you feeling that? How are you feeling that? If you had to, you know, describe where exactly it is in your body and what it feels like, start getting a lot more descriptive about what's going on. Because when you do that, it's going to give you more information on how to deal with the whatever it is, right? Um, That body scan exercise came from Manuela reads out of one of her uh, tool books and which has she has lots of, of great um, somatic uh, exercises in in out there in one of her books so that is what I have for you today as always I appreciate you listening uh, happy to connect on social media you know where to find me IG threads Facebook LinkedIn And of course, we want to remember to find beauty every day. Thank you for listening to the Source Code Podcast. If you found this episode insightful and feel moved to, please leave a review and share it out with those you believe will find it helpful. You can check out my website for more information at www.adriannemcdonald.com. And for more of my more regular musings, connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, Threads, and LinkedIn. I hope you have a beautiful week.